even know that that is a desire because it's a living thing. Greed. You preach against greed. I'm sorry to point out this to you because you give, you harangue, give discourses on how to be free from greed. Are you free from greed? No. Do you want to be free from grief? No. No. <laughs> why, why the hell you are asking me to be... I'm sorry to spotlight and put you in that spotlight. Right? So, you tell me. Yeah. You see, I don't know if there is any such thing as greed. If there is a greed, it is operating here, this moment in you. I don't like to use that word bastard. You are the greediest bastard yeah. at this moment. <laughs> and I'm using this only to drive home to you. <laughs> My guru is... Uh, He's watching you. Say, He's watching you. So the you think you think that I have something yeah. huh, which you want. Yeah. If there is money, you can rob me and take the money away. Something there. But here, yeah. your assumption that I have something, that I am functioning differently that I am this, that and the other, you want to be like me. If that is not greed, what else is it? And if you want for any reason, she is laughing. You see, when are you going to be free from greed? I am I'm the greediest man. Is no. Right? I am. When... when when are you going to be free from greed? When? Tell me. Mark. It is an operation here. Yeah. The solution for the greed, if at all you are interested in freeing yourself from greed, is to allow that greed to fill the whole of your being. Every cell in your body, everything in that body should vibrate with that greed. You see, by wanting to be free from greed, for whatever reason you want to be free from greed, is the one that is destroying the possibility of freeing yourself from greed. And through greed you will be free from greed. Are you ready to accept it? It is the selfishness that will free you from selfishness and not the preaching or practice of selflessness. Otherwise you will never know what it is. So if it is possible for you to look at that for the trillionth of a second, not knowing what you are looking at, that would be the end of you as you know yourself and as you experience yourself. How can you be interested in this kind of a thing? That applies to all the sensory activities, you know. You may say what you like, you can put salt on your tongue, you will never know that it is salty. You have to tell yourself and bring the past experience of how the salt tastes like, how why the salt is salty, you can discuss that for hours and hours, but when you put it on your tongue, when you are not there, when your past experience that how that salt tastes like, what is the saltiness is like, you will never know what it is. That applies to the sweetness, that applies to all the tastes that you know of. The bitterness, this, that and the other. So there is no way you can experience anything there unless you have the knowledge. So what you do not know, you cannot experience at all. So what is that experience? 
bringing back the past experience how your knowledge produced created that kind of an experience for you you have to recall and relive through it but you hear it is not possible to relive through that kind of an experience you know so this is not a problem you see so you have to be there all the time if you are not there for 1 trillionth of a second you as you know yourself you as you experience yourself will be finished so how can you be interested in this kind of a thing what nataraj huh why are you wasting your time so i am telling you all the time this physical body is functioning exactly the same way that body is functioning you know no difference you want to know you see unless you have the knowledge that is given to us by physiology by the medical technology you will never know how this is functioning the body does not know that it is alive it has no way of experiencing that this is a living body unless you use that knowledge that is given to us by psychologists or medical technology you have no way of experiencing that this is alive you know you can say that you see i'm alive you see if you ask me the question are you alive i would certainly answer that question in a positive way i am alive but i am alive what does it mean it doesn't mean anything so i can logically explain hmm? using all the knowledge that is put in there it's because of this that and the other i say that i am alive but i am alive that statement is something which cannot be experienced by you or by anybody without using that knowledge and wanting and thinking you say in chinese language wanting and thinking is the same word they use you know not two different words so whatever you want the only way you can achieve whatever you want is through thinking no other way right and then if i use thinking as a means to get what i want i have to depend upon somebody else he is telling you this is the way i got whatever i wanted this is the way you are going to get whatever you want through thinking you understand i don't i don't understand huh so anything you want and that want can be fulfilled achieved only through thinking so that means i am already dependent on somebody else there is nothing which you can call your own no experience is your own no feeling is your own no thought is your own all that is put in there the shit right you have to use that to experience see the experience of somebody else to experience that you have to use that there is no other way you can experience anything i don't know why i'm trying stop <laughs> we love suffering enjoy suffering Huh? Why not? We are living misery, sitting misery, walking misery, and then you die in your misery. There is no way you can free yourself. You may say that I am cynical, I am pessimistic, I am this, that, and the other. No, sorry, no. So it's very comforting for you to think that you are an optimist, that I am a pessimist. And if I say that um, 
God is irrelevant, you think that you are a believer in God, I am an atheist. But get this and get this straight. An atheist is still interested in God. You may say that he doesn't believe in God. But the, the desire to free others from their belief in God. He becomes a missionary to free you from your belief in God. And you are another kind of a missionary who won't make people to believe in God. So both are in the same boat. And the worst situation is that somebody calls himself an agnostic. He's sitting on the fence, hoping that one day the science will find out that there is a God. Then you can jump on that side <laughs> or the other side. So that's the worst. Agnostics don't trust them. You see, just that it is an empty thing, that the silence is there. Not possible. You see, the only difference, if there is any difference between the way you are functioning and the way I am functioning, if there is any difference, believe it, take it or leave it, the thought that I am different from you never enters my head. See, supposing you come here uh, and uh, I never tell myself that I am different from you. See, so if you ask me a question, then I would know that uh, you and I are not functioning in exactly the same way. It is not that the way I am functioning is far superior to yours or something different. But not that, you see. The, there are no questions of that kind in me. Right? The questions you are asking. Probably I asked the questions before. That is not the point. You can't draw a line and say the before and after. My favorite uh, thing to say is that, you see, there is a before and after only in washing powder. You see, washing clothes before wash and after washing. Here there is no before and after. And what is comforting to you is that uh, you did all that, you did sadhana, you did meditation, you did yoga, you listened to Jagrish Murthy, you read all the books. That is only a comforting thought for you. And that gives you hope that one day, you, see, you will be uh, free from all that and function like me. No, not a chance, you see. You cannot be me. Not that I am far superior, that I am the highest, uh, unparalleled, unique, nothing of the kind. As long as you want to be something other than what actually you are, so long you are in misery. And you fall for them. They say that I am an enlightened man, that uh, some radical transformation has taken in, in me, that you must also function like me. Don't believe all those people at all. Sorry, if you want, good luck to you. You are not going to get anything from anybody if I want to learn how to operate that video camera, I have to take a few lessons from him. If I want to learn how to operate a computer, I have to take lessons from them. Through repetitive process, trial and error, you master that. In that area only, it is possible for us to learn something and perfect that through thinking. Repet thinking means repetitive process. In the other areas, it is just not possible, not possible. So the thought that I am different uh, from you never, never enters my head. Only if you ask me the question, why is he asking those questions? Why doesn't he accept what I am saying? 
all the questions are born out of the answers you already have. If you don't have any answers, there are no questions. As I very often emphasize, overemphasize this, that you are not interested in the answers at all. You see, I am not giving any answers at all. Nobody is giving any answers. What you are interested in is to get an answer to maintain the continuity of the answers you already have. Otherwise, there won't be any questions. Actually, if there is any answer, the answer puts an end to the question you are asking. The fact that you are asking questions again and again means that that is not the answer. So, the next thing is that the questioner and the question are one and the same. They are not, there is no questioner who is asking the questions. So, if the question comes to an end, the questioner automatically comes to an end. Right? And the questioner is the answer. The, the answer that is not the kind of an answer that will put an end to the questions. You ask the question, your belief in God, for example. Why you still ask the questions, does God exist? What for? Huh? That means you are not certain that if you are certain, you will become a visionary, you will become a pope, you will run a church. Right? The fact that you are asking questions is that you are not certain of the answers that are there in you which are put in by your culture, society or whatever you want to call it. So if there is any answer to the question, hmm, the question should come to an end. Since the question is not separate from the questioner, the questioner comes to an end. You are not interested in that. You can't be interested in that at all. Because all the questions are the variations of the same question. If one question, question comes to an end, the questioner comes to an end, and along with it, the whole thing is finished for you. You want to keep the questioner going, and all questions are the variations of the same question. Everybody. So there is no relationship between... I don't know exactly what uh, relationship... Uh, you don't want me to go into that delicate subject and give <laughs> nasty answers. No, Sorry, no, like, no, 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 no. I like. No, no, you don't like nasty answers. You I have like heard nasty me, answers. You have heard me so many times saying nasty things. Yes. <laughs> I have said enough on that subject. There's no point. What, Bob? You haven't answered your question. I have answered the question. No, you said you don't answer. There is no relationship. No relationship. There is a relationship. No relationship is possible. And if no Lakshmi rela- and Gua, they are in a relationship. That is, we are not discussing their relationship. No, no, but I mean there is Nothing, none whatsoever. I don't have any at all. But other people have a relationship. That is their misery. <laughs> You're just honest about it. You know, everybody else, you're pretending to have relationships. Yeah. You're, you're, you're honest about it. Not a question of honesty. Where is the question of honesty here? I just don't have any. You see, uh, your friend Julie, uh, she wants to be of help to me. She wants to do things for me. She wants to do all kinds of things. I'm not interested. So it is her need. It is not my need. So if it is also my need, then the whole problems start. Who has an upper hand... Uh, 
and we will control who and then what is it that uh, you can use to control the other persons if that is missing it's it's one sided you see so if i also want uh, have some relationship then the problems arise you see she cannot be aggressive here she she is used to that kind of a life you know very aggressive and she wants to take over control everything and run the whole thing i don't need it, right and so it's very difficult to have any relationship uh, with a person who doesn't care for all that who is not interested you know so i do have to depend upon uh, certain things for my basic uh, survival in this world you see but bob i nothing is coming out there's nothing to share this is not sharing i'm not sharing this you see money you can share you say how can anybody share money unless you have more money then you need then you say probably or huh? so in, in in relationship you can have sex no not you but People they don't talk the 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 animals do they talk of uh, relationship in sex they don't care they do they don't uh, they talk do about this the animals no anything you say is a projection of your own ideas they are ready to have their mothers are you ready to have their <laughs> what bob to have their mothers <laughs> yes so my mother our sisters are doctors <laughs> and so you see they don't condemn you see they don't talk of uh, eugenics they don't talk of any of that nonsense and uh, there this uh, sex we don't want to go into that is only no, for won't. for continuity of life that's all mm. then here it is in the case of humans uh, it's pleasure mm. you see so it is not possible for uh, animals to have sex at any time and uh, every time they want so in the case of humans through the help of thought it has become possible for us you see you know otherwise it it has a limited place in life not the way we are using that you see i should be a selfless man and it is that that has turned me into a selfish man if i am not selfish to the very core of my being i cannot uh, uh, function in this world sanely and intelligently the word selfish is uh, not in the sense in which we use that you see i am always uh, referring to the the cellular structure of this body every cell in this body has a memory of its own hmm? and the cell i don't want to use that word no can you help me knows means uh, not the way we know that this is a table that you are a man not a dog big <laughs> i see not in that sense it knows that its survival continuity depends upon the cell that is next to to it it, it is um, so selfish to its very core you see you know the word selfish i don't use in the sense in which so its survival depends upon the cell that is next to to it it is for that reason there has to be a cooperation between the two not uh, cooperation in the sense in which you use that word love thy neighbor as thyself or universal brotherhood 
not not in that sense for its survival so that is why we have created all this mess in this world we have isolated ourselves from the rest of our life the life around so we are creating all this mess because of that one thing i am emphasizing all the time is the demand for permanence right permanent pleasure permanent happiness permanent relationships huh and you have uh, all kinds of uh, demands for permanence permanence does not exist you are not going to succeed that is the cause of human misery permanent happiness so how is it possible say the the sensation of pleasure the sensation of happiness as a short uh, span of life you know and then when once you separate yourself from that sensation and baptize that as <laughs> sensation of happiness yeah. in the church or somewhere else the demand to keep that uh, last longer is inevitable you see so since there is no way you can keep that going longer than its natural span of life what you are stuck with is unhappiness so that is the reason why you are unhappy not that happiness and unhappiness uh, have unhappiness follows uh, happiness nothing of the kind no. same pleasure is the same mm-hmm. see that also has a limited span of life and this is what i have observed not what i have read in the books not what they are telling me see and so then you see what you actually have is pain not pleasure the moment you say that it is a pleasurable sensation what you are stuck with is pain you know not that it comes after no so there is no such thing as pleasure there is no such thing as happiness they are just like any other sensations whether it is a painful sensation pleasurable sensation happiness and happiness and happiness doesn't exist because happiness does not exist i don't want anything that they want me to want because that is turning me into a false being see something which i am not interested in that is you tell me that i am a, a selfish man and why i become a selfish man is because you are telling me that you are a selfless man that that selfless man is functioning this way and that you see which you are not even selfless there a selfless man if there is anybody he will never call anybody a selfish man and tell him how to be free from selfishness that you can be certain so if there is any moral man there is no moral man at all he would never call anybody immoral you see any moral man for some reason wanting to be moral one day you see he is the one that is calling everybody else any moral man but he is the moral bastard you see who is trying sorry to you that is bastard so what do i want what do i want what do i want i don't want to be this i don't want to be that huh so but it never occurred to me that that wanting to be 
something other than what they wanted me to be is also a want. It never occurred to me that at that time, you see, I want to be something. And my grandmother telling me all the time, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. I heard nothing but don't. Right? And then if that person said do it, that's the very thing I didn't want to do. You see, not it was a conflict or anything. That is the one thing that I don't want to do. And you want me to do that. And all the other things that you are telling me, don't, don't, don't do, whether I do it or not, I'm not interested in that. So I didn't have any way of resolving this problem. What is it that I want? What is it that I want? What is it that I want? You don't believe that. The one thing I wanted was money. <laughs> See? Because that will buy everything and everything. The, the basic demand was that. And if that is all that you want in this world, that's the easiest thing to you see, you want ten different things. I don't know. You see, then if if that is all that you want, it draws a line there and anything more than that is of no interest to you. Right? I don't know what I'm doing. Huh? If, the, if you don't want money, if the thought that I wish I had money is not there, it is never a problem. You may not be a multi-billionaire. You may not have Rolls Royce cars, 365, mm-hmm. to use a Rolls Royce every day. That You see that then you see the, the goals and the needs are the same. Mm-hmm. I want something. So the, the means to get what I want is already with me. Otherwise, I never want anything. It's not a spiritual trait. Because the goals and the needs are the same. If I want something, the means to get it is either in my pocket or in your pocket. I put my hand and pick it up and you will call me a pickpocket <laughs> or some such thing. So, what is it that, what, what do I want? Oh, I don't know, nothing is coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Yes. I am not capable of giving any talks. No. no. You do, you do it well. <laughs> I'm doing it well. Something that I can give to others. You won't get it. Income who cannot come. And who will give me, say, one million dollars and who will give me ten million dollars. This is something which cannot be sold. Right? It's not that it is precious. It's not in that sense. You know? You cannot deliver the goods. You see? Are you entertaining yourself? If I am an entertainer, do you think I would do it free? No. The only area where you can get away with delivering goods is your field. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) In the religious field. If I am in the business, if I don't deliver the goods, I am out of business. True. You can get away there. So here is not something that is, can be given to others. And uh, I don't want to see to fool anybody. What for? So I am never tired of repeating that uh, I ended up, after all my search, what were the phrases we used? Misspent. Misspent, misguided, misled man found himself on a merry-go-round. Going on and on and on and on. I was sick and tired of it. 
and I wanted to jump off, but I didn't have the guts to jump off because I was frightened that I would break my limbs. You see, if you are frightened, you become stiff and you will certainly break your limbs. You have seen that animals falling from the high trees, they are like rubber dolls. They fall, get up, get frightened, body becomes stiff. So you will certainly break your limbs. The fear that I would break my limbs prevented me from jumping up. I was sick and tired. Nobody helped me. Nobody helped me. Because what I wanted was something different, you see, in the sense, what is it that I want? I don't want that. You see, the teaching falsified me, the teachings of all. Not that I never did any shopping. If you see one, you have seen them all. If you see one ashram, you have seen all the ashrams. There's no need uh, to shop around. So then uh, I was thrown off. The very go around, got up and walked away. I didn't even look back. How can I tell them, you jump off, nothing will happen? Not a chance. I didn't have the guts to jump off. How can I tell? I did not know how I was even thrown off. So I have no interest in helping you to jump off the merry-go-round at all. You see, so there is no way I can be of any help to me. This, This is something which cannot be passed on. This certainty that there is nothing to get is something which you are not interested in. Can't be interested in this. It is not something mysterious, mystifying, mystical nonsense. I was just lucky. That is all that they, I can use that word lucky. But not in the sense in which you buy a lottery ticket and wait for one million francs, dollars, uh, as the case may be. It is not that kind of a luck. Because I don't know what word to use. I say I am just lucky. Because everything, everybody thought, felt and experienced before me was thrown out of my system. What I am left with, I have no way of knowing. What I am describing is, if you are lucky to be free from everything everybody thought, felt and experienced before, what that living organism will express, you will never know. Never know at all. I don't know. You see, but what I am saying is how the body is functioning, freed from the stranglehold of what is put in there. Lucky. That's why I say that shit was thrown out of me. Everything everybody said is a shit there. It is just coming. It is finished. What you are left with, you will never know. There is no teaching because the teaching implies that you use something to bring about a change in you. I am telling that there is nothing to be changed there. Nothing to be changed there. So where is the need for a teaching? Teaching is something that you use hmm, to bring about a change. So that is a shoddy piece of goods they are selling, you see, different bands of cigarettes. And you sell your particular brand. Of, I don't mean you. I said to say, your own particular <laughs> brand of cigarettes free from nicotine. That's all that you do, varieties of cigarettes. But I am interested in nicotine and I fall for your brand of cigarettes because you are telling me it is nicotine free. <laughs> I don't mean this. I mean this body functioning in exactly the same way. There may be some uh, 
differences, genetic differences, we don't want to go into that. You see, that is not of any importance at all. That is an extraordinary thing. As I was saying this morning, you have no idea at all what that living organism is capable of. It has such a tremendous intelligence, I'm telling you. And if there is anybody who is unique, huh? unique, you are that unique person. Not that I'm choosing you as uh, the one who is unique and patting on your backs. And not, nothing of the kind. Unparalleled. And why do you want to be a cheap imitation of somebody and be like him? You will never be like him. As I was saying, I don't know, I was quoting all these times. So. Jesus is there. If he is anything, he is not to, to be a, a Christ and not a Christian. You want to be a Christian, you want to be a Buddhist, you want to follow somebody else. See, in other areas, I have to learn something. How to use a camera, I have to learn. Through a repetitive process, uh, a perfect, uh, and then you see you are more intelligent than I am. You will be a better photographer than me. Right? So, but here there is nothing is necessary at all. You don't have to do a thing to be what you are. And you want to be somebody else. Why do you want to be a cheap copy of somebody else? You don't know what is there. I don't go around the world telling myself that I'm a unique man, unparalleled person. Never do I tell myself, never will you tell yourself that you are a unique person. But when once you are freed from the stranglehold of what culture has put in, how it will express itself, you will never know. You will never know. What is language? So the way we are taught and we learn through repetitive process how to space uh, the between the, create a space between the two notes. Then it is German, French, Italian, uh, English, you know, or the Indian languages. You see, music is exactly the same. This listening mechanism rejects the music because it is artificially created. You know, there is nothing to Beethoven's uh, Ninth Symphony or Fifth Symphony or, or any of the classical music. It, it, it doesn't want, you see, unless you are Exposed to that kind of a music, live and um, learn how to appreciate a particular kind of a music. See, you cannot appreciate that music at all. As I told you very often, when I first went to London in 1939, my friend took me to the Albert Hall to listen to the classical music. After five minutes, I walked. You know? So I was not... Uh, uh, Interested, uh, not exposed is not the right word. You see, I was uh, not interested in that kind of a music say, at all, you see. But in India, I uh, lived in a place where I was surrounded by uh, all the South Indian music. Even today, I cannot appreciate, enjoy North Indian music. I'm telling you. No, classical music. And in the South, because I was surrounded by all these great musicians and my wife was a great musician, so I can stand that music, but not really enjoy it, you see, you know. But otherwise, this listening mechanism is rejecting everything. You, see, you don't listen to anything at all. You don't listen to anything. The listener must be there. The listener is one who is... Uh, uh, who has, um, what is the right word? I don't even get the, the right word.
used to translate what you are listening to into a meaningful uh, language. Otherwise, it is just sound. You see, echo chamber, it is uh, repeating whatever you are saying in whatever language you are saying. It is just like an echo chamber is repeating it. But you don't even know what you are listening. You don't even know what you are saying, you know. But I am saying, making so many statements. I am making so many statements. There is nobody here who is making those statements, you know. So I myself don't understand what I am saying. It's so mechanical, it comes out in exactly the same way it is put in there. You know, that's why I say, how you are not bored day after day, day after day, he comes and uh, he has been listening to me for almost, not every day, but uh, 32 years, Bob. And how you can stand this, you see? Exactly the way the words are put in, they come out. It's just a computer. No different from that computer. The only difference, if there is any, between that computer and this computer is that uh, uh, there is no uh, selectivity in that computer. There is no censorship in that computer. And the human computer, a question is thrown at this computer. It doesn't say searching. It doesn't say. And it doesn't say that the data is not found in the data bank or your memory bank or whatever phrases you use. If there is no answer to the question which you are throwing at. It doesn't even say it is silent. You see, no movement of any kind here at all. So the movement is possible only if there is any... Uh, Information, you see, that is there, put in by, you see, your culture, your uh, society, or whatever you want to call it. So otherwise, it comes exactly in the same way. You know, that is why I tell many of those computer people who come to see me. The moment you put selectivity and censorship in the computers, their usefulness is finished. It will be like the human thinking mechanism, you see. So it selects. And then here it is no selectivity. The selectivity is created by your culture. You see, censorship also is created by your culture. It is put in there by the society. Other than that, there is no way you can uh, choose anything, select anything, and there is no question of censorship, you see, here at all, you see. She is just listening to everything without knowing what uh, he is listening to, you see. I don't know. Bob, very difficult for me. It's like a tape recorder. It is recording everything. A tape, the recording uh, mechanism does not know that it is recording anything, does not know that uh, it is spoken in a particular language in exactly the same way whether you say things in Russian, German or uh, English or any language for that matter, it is just listening to that without the listener. It is not translating that at all. And in exactly the same way, all the other senses also operate here, you know. And the, you have never in your life looked at anything, Bob, probably as a newborn baby, even the newborn baby does not look at anything. If anybody who has 
raised children knows that the babies cannot focus on anything for some months. You see, then only they start focusing on things. So you can't look at anything. You have never looked at anything in your life without knowing what you are looking at. Bob, you got it? So if... Uh, if you can look without knowing what you are looking at, you can force yourself. <laughs> because I am making a statement that it is not possible for you to look at anything without knowing what you are looking at. You can force yourself to look at that without knowing what you are looking at. You will be choked to death. Don't try that at all, you see. You are not going to succeed. So don't apply this, you see, to this statement of mine. To the living situations in your life, you are looking at, you see, your wife. If you don't know what you are looking at, that's the end of the whole story for you. I'm telling you. So, it doesn't mean anything, you see, to the to the listener. If you say, that is uh, your daughter, this is your wife, that is your husband, it is just a word. It doesn't mean anything. So, if you want to know what it means, you see, what the dictionary meaning has there, you see, that's all, it comes very slowly. So, no relationship is established between the word hmm, at all. You see, what does it mean? The wife, the husband, you see, it doesn't mean anything, table, chair, it's all right, you can sit here and discuss uh, everlastingly that the word is not the thing, the word is the thing, you see. You can say the word is not the thing. So the the image-making structure has got to be there. What that means, that word means, how you build an image around that word is very important for you, you know. So if uh, my, if I turn that side, if I turn that side, the whole thing, the picture of that man sitting right in front of me, whom I have known for 32 years, completely and totally wiped out and erased. There is no way I can create how my friend Bob looks like. Impossible for me. You see? So the image-making structure is very important. What is that word uh, you are using? Friend. What does it mean? What is the relationship you have between you and friend? That is the image-making structure. How he looks like, I will never know. You know, so if I say that he is wearing a blue shirt and then uh, blue jeans, what does that word blue mean? Say? It doesn't mean anything to me, you understand. So if you ask me, is that blue or red, I would say that it is blue. Because I am taught that that is blue. I am taught that the sky is blue. But uh, the physical eye does not look at that as blue. You see, the physical eye cannot see the depth of anything. So all that nonsense they talked about, um, the, you know, the depth has no meaning. It, the physical eye looks like the way you look at the photo there. You see, there is no depth there. So the third dimension, fourth dimension, all those scientists are talking about is absolute gibberish bullshit. Sages, saints and saviors of mankind. All something wrong. The teaching is false. You see, that is why the teaching is falsifying me. Not only the, the
The religious man, the scientists fooled me. The psychologists fooled me. If Einstein were to be here, I would kill that bastard. Tie him to a chain that will not rust and throw him in that river so that even his corpse may not flow. If he were intelligent enough, he would understand what I am saying. What is the point in you talking of... Of course you have uh, helped us with the nuclear weapons. Right? He advised uh, Roosevelt, if you don't, they will do it. And if they do it, what happens? Hmm? That's the only thing. Then afterwards he was crying. So if he talks of third dimension and fourth dimension, do you mean to say that I will accept that? I will show him. You cannot experience the depth there. You cannot experience there is no space there. What the hell you are talking about? I have problems with all the scientists and psychologists who come to see me. What you are saying is true, sir. We are all moving in the direction. But uh, if we want to believe that you are wrong. You see, I am making $3,000, $4,000 a day analyzing people. Tomorrow I have to go and uh, teach psychology in the Columbia University. What happens to me? Right? I don't even know how I will survive. Hmm? So why you teach these false things? Hmm? Everybody, every field of human thought, huh? is false. Not that I am I am the only right one or any such thing. If you get the hang of what I am pointing out, you will be surprised. Not just religion. I am not... This is what that fellow said, they say, in China, when I first went to China. My guy is still alive, he asked. How come you are still alive? Do you know what you are saying? We have completely and totally succeeded in destroying Confucianism, Mao says, teaching everything here. You are undermining the very foundation of human thought. Not just religious thinking, scientific thinking. This is what these books say. How come you are still alive? So I am not interested in undermining any structure of human thought. I am not interested. I am not interested in saving you. Who the hell am I? Who has given me the mandate to save mankind? I am not interested. Hmm? You are not interested, but you are. Sir, don't falsify. <laughs> Tell me, sir, how I am interested. The fact that I am talking. And then I asked him, I say, why I feel the effect of these planets, not on the days when the almanac says it is full moon, new moon, quarter moon. And he said, I don't know how you have come to this conclusion. You are very correct, he said. Huh? You are not an astronomer. He said, I'm not an astronomer. That is the way his body is responding to the, the planetary effect on this body. Probably we are also affecting the planets. One of these days we will find some instruments to measure how much we are affecting the planets. Huh? So he said that the only thing you can predict with exactness and precision is, you see, the eclipses, but not the full moon, not the opponent quarter. You, see. you have seen these things are swelling all over the body. You know, even Le Boyer said, I don't even know what it is, what, what's happening here. It's a thymus gland probably or a pituitary gland, pineal gland. The only thing I tell you that will happen, and once you are 
free from everything that is put in there, when the stranglehold of thought cannot uh, function, control, the way it has been controlling all these years, the incompleteness of the body, the that is the the glands that are inactive, are activated. So it has come into its fullness. What prevents that to come into its fullness and function in its fullness is that one. What nonsense, the thought. So when once that is finished, you see, so what I am saying is, when once it has come into its own, when once they are all activated, it is not something spiritual or mystical or mystifying. It functions in its natural way. So it has no use for you and you will have no use for others. Another thing is, the nature does not use anything as a model. You are not ready to accept that, you see. No two faces are the same. If you very closely watch, you go there tomorrow and sit there on the bench there and see how men, women, children walk in the streets. They all walk differently. I discovered this when I was a student of botany studying leaves. No two leaves are the same. No two faces are the same. No two human bodies are the same. You try to fit them into the same frame and said even the twins that they always talk of uh, the twins sharing the same features, even they are different. If you very closely watch the angles uh, if you study so no two bodies are the same, no two leaves are the same. So nature does not use anything as a model. When once, it is, not that there is an evolution, even that I question. There may not be any such thing as evolution. I maintain, I may be wrong, those people may not agree. It doesn't interest me, you see. So it takes jumps, you see. That is the mutation, you see. Mutation occurs not in the perfected species, but in the degenerate species. So you cannot link up together and say that this is the result of that. Two things are different. Once, different I don't way. like to use the word perfected. Come, you see, come into its fullness, even that word may not be, it has no use for nature. It has no use. It is discarded. Whatever genetically programmed life is there, it will leave. And then it will go. Where will it go? The only usefulness of these bodies is for recycling. These bodies are recycled by nature to maintain its energy level. Other than that, it has no usefulness to nature, our bodies. You know? 